Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 131. Got a really good show lined up for you today. We're going to talk about what it really means when we talk about soft hands and how it impacts our fielding. Before we do that, Don, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support Everything Fast Pitch at the same time. And let's talk about patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. If you're in a position that you can help us, if you see value in what we're doing, become a patron. You go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. There's three different levels of monthly support. You are the people that are keeping the wheels turning, that are keeping the Everything Fast Pitch and, and Coach Prep on the airwaves. Uh, if we did not have the group of uh, patrons that we have now, we would have been out of business a long time ago. And if you're in a position where you can, if you're able to support us, we would love for you to do so. So again, patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, we hear it all the time. Soft hand. I use lotion, right? Keep them soft. Yeah, well, I don't think that's quite what we're no! talking about when we're talking no. about softball. But if you, if, you, if you like your... Uh, manicure and pedicure and you're keeping your hands nice and, and moisturized that's a good thing we all say soft hands but what does it really mean right, right. and so. i think that that's one of the things we wanted to talk about real quickly today so when we talk about soft hands we're talking about fielding and one of the things that you notice especially when you work with kids of a wide variety of abilities is that there are some kids when the ball gets hit to them when they're fielding a ground ball it just looks like this fluid smooth you know it when you see it yeah um it's just like you know the ball basically just gets absorbed into their glove into their routine and they throw the ball and it's like so effortless and so pretty and then there's other kids when the ball gets hit to them or when they're fielding a ground ball it looks more like the ball's hitting a brick wall dabby and mechanical yeah and and it's it's really herky-jerky and and very very uh unfluid and and very much of a struggle to, to to get through the yep. different points. And so one of the things that we work on all the time, the idea of soft hands and helping players develop softer hands, a more fluid fielding movement, uh, being able to absorb the energy of the ball while they're fielding it. So the idea is when they are fielding a ground ball, that they've got that little bit of a movement that allows them to absorb the energy to, uh, to receive the ball without being too stiff, without being too... Not impactful uh, right. in their glove or... Yeah. And, and now there's lots of different tools that we can use. One that I love, love to use all the time is the old flat glove, which is basically a glove that's designed with no pocket to it. It's just a piece of leather, usually with some sort of firm, like hard material in, in the... Seems like a flat pancake right, yeah, of pan, leather. Yeah, pancake yeah. glove is another, another term that people use for them. And the soft hands, fielding gloves, the pa- pancake gloves are a great way for us to start to help players understand that as they're receiving the ball, they need to give with it a little bit. They need to absorb the energy that the ball's got in it. And those tools, I think, are a really good way for kids to just kind of feel it, kind of see it. I think a great way to put it, as Stan says, Don, is that we're de-accelerating the ball, not stopping the ball. 
And so as we're fielding, we're giving with it. We are absorbing it. We are kind of taking the energy that's in the ball and kind of absorbing it into our body, into our glove as we're fielding it. So if like I had a bowling ball and I said, hey, Tori, here's a bowling ball, and I threw it over to you, you would reach out and be giving with it. Kind of cradle slowly, it in as I was trying to catch it. Yeah, slow, right. yeah slowly decelerate. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that's a, a good analogy that we're trying to get our players to understand. So then when they're fielding a ball that's hit to them or thrown to them, that they want to be giving with it, absorbing it as they field it. So the idea of soft hands is the idea of allowing that energy of the ball to be absorbed into you as you receive it so that it doesn't turn into this, the ball hits a brick wall and kind of bounces back. You know, Stan was talking about back in the day that he made a fielding glove, a flat glove, out of a piece of wood and a and a an old belt, like a piece of plywood. A piece of plywood. Now, the thing that I liked about Stan's invention was that because it didn't have any kind of padding, any kind of covering on it, when the ball hits it, you could really hear. Like if you just held it there, it would be like hitting a almost like a bat. Yeah, it's a got that bat. that that smacking sound. You know, the idea with that tool was that the softer the hands, the quieter the ball would be when you would receive it. And if you could make it almost quiet, right, then you've been been doing it properly. Right. And so, you know, whether it's a, a soft hands tool, piece of wood that you make in the garage, whatever it is, any tool that we can use to help the players recognize that as they're receiving the ball, we want it to be something that does absorb the energy, that does absorb the power. So the ball's not bouncing off of our glove when we're trying to field it. And as the players get more and more experienced with the, the pancake gloves, the flat gloves, I think that they can kind of start to, I guess, make the connection between how that should then feel when they're working with their fielding glove. But we see it a lot with really young players. When the ball hits them in the glove, they're almost, whether it's fear or tension or whatever it is, they're so stiff and they're so rock solid that the ball has no chance at all of ever staying in the glove when they get it. There's no doubt it's going to be bouncing out. And that's like you're saying with a piece of plywood or Stan's pancake glove. As soon as it hits, it ricochets off. Right. And if you don't have that give and that cushion to receiving it, you don't have a chance. So, right. Yeah. And so to me, uh, from a coaching perspective, the a really good investment, whether it's something that you make at home or something that you purchase, is having some pancake gloves, some flat gloves that you can use. You know, it was interesting when uh, Billy Cooper was on a couple weeks ago with his daughter Haley to talk about their experience of yeah. going to the Clearwater tournament. One of the things that they were marveling at was a player from Some Washington, Riley them. Klingler, yeah. was using it to take infield, was using that pancake glove, that flat glove, um, as a routine thing to use on all her drills pregame. Well, if she's using it pregame, you know she's using it in her training, you know she's using it at practice, she's using it a lot because she knows how valuable it is. And so that idea of using the different tools to help our players understand the idea of absorbing the ball and, and having some give when we're receiving it is a really good idea. And if you can do it with that, your glove's going to just be smooth as silk can be. Right. Yeah. And so to me, I think there's kind of a progression of tools that you can use. One is definitely the piece of plywood, the pancake glove, something that's really rock solid that when ball hits the glove or hits the paddle, we know for sure. So we've got to either give with it, or we're not going to be able to make a play. It's going to bounce off. You know, something else that's neat about that too, Tori, is uh, there's no way to get around using two hands, right? Right. There's no just sticking the glove out there and hoping it goes in. Right. Both hands are together. They're they're working together, and, 
and you're a lot more prepared and prepped to make a throw, which is the next thing you got to do after you receive a ball. Right, and so that's kind of the uh, hidden benefit of it. If it, it certainly is going to soften your receiving of the ball up so that you'll field more consistently, but it puts you in a much better position to make that transition into throwing. So you know, we're going to use the pancake glove. That's something that every coach has got to have. And again, uh, if you don't have a budget, if you don't have a ton of money, you know, I think we can all find some scrap plywood laying around someplace find Just somebody's some got elastic. a jigsaw and and some old belts or or whatever it is you know some bungee cords you some can make rubber your own, tubing yeah you can make your own uh fielding gloves or uh pancake gloves if you need to something so, up on the wrist and something behind the fingers yeah so and, mm-hmm. and once we've worked through that progression then i think another really good idea is a small glove now the small glove allows us to have a little bit of uh give or a little bit of forgiveness that we would not have with the pancake glove but i think that that's another good tool to help kids get used to fielding. One of the things that I, I'm always shocked by, and I guess it's maybe just because you know you and I both came up in the in the baseball world. Now, obviously, a baseball is much smaller, but when you look at really high level fielders in baseball, they're using tiny little gloves that yeah. are really not much bigger than the ball that they're fielding. Eleven and, inch, eleven yeah, and a half inch, yeah, and, and yeah. even you know, I mean, really small. And part of the message in that is that I think that. For a lot of those players, because they're using a smaller glove, they're being trained in using these better techniques at a younger age versus our softball kids who start off with big, gigantic gloves that are way bigger than the ball. You know, you'll see, it's not uncommon to see a player playing with an 11-inch ball that'll have a 12-and-a-half or 13-inch glove. Right. And, and, and it's like this big, almost giant Almost hard whopper. to find in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the idea of soft hands is less valuable to that player because they are seriously catching the ball in this big, giant whopper of a glove. They don't have to ever worry about the transition to throwing or anything else because they got to go in there searching for it after they catch yep, it yeah you know this idea of then using smaller gloves as, a, as a, another tool to help kids get used to absorbing the energy deaccelerating the ball and then doing a lot of different glove drills with them in a position where they have to get used to you know absorbing that energy so whether they're down on the knees you know we used to call them the ozzy smith drills you know where you would be down on your knees and, and fielding ground balls that were hit right at you or fairly close to you so you had to work yep. on the glove and not having a way to really give any ground with it except to how you're receiving the ball. But so there's lots of those different kinds of drills. That we I like be that doing drill. Also. It's easier yeah. to dive from side to side without having a lot of impact on the ground. Right. I like those drills. Yeah. And, and it also makes it a little bit less forgiving, I guess is probably the right way to say it, so that you know, your glove and your hands have to do a better job because your body can't really do much. You know, it's not going to be able to move as much as it might if we're in regular fielding position. Yep. Final piece to the puzzle always is just making sure that we're coaching it and valuing it and what we're doing with our players. When we talk about turning double plays and things like that, you know, it's one of those times where right there it's, it's really obvious that we don't want to catch the ball, take it out of our glove, and throw it. If we're doing all three things as three separate movements, chances are we're not turning any double plays. But I think that same idea needs to hold true in a lot of other situations where we're receiving a throw or, or catching a ball that's been hit or fielding a ball that's been hit that it needs to be less of catch it, find it, throw it, and much more of this feeling of receiving it and changing its direction, handling it and getting rid of it, getting rid of it quickly. And I think a lot of that stuff is, is kind of lost in our training sometimes, that we think as long as she catches the ball, she did okay. In fielding, if just because the ball ends up in my glove doesn't mean that I did things the, the best way possible. And when you see it, it's it's really amazing and it's it's special to me. Like watching a really high end college player or in the Olympics and stuff like that, to see them interact in a ball that's hit like that in a way that looks so smooth and comfortable and 
um, just silky yeah. uh, is really amazing. But we need to, as coaches, and that's why we're talking about it today, we need to help them build up to it. We can't just expect that it's just going to happen naturally over time. Right. Um, we've got to talk about it, talk about what, what we're looking for and how we can get there and, and what needs to happen each step of the way and give them a chance to work on it, like you're saying with, uh, you know, with the soft hands mitts or the, the pancake gloves. Give them a chance to to work on those skills, right? Yeah. And and coaches, make sure that we we know we're building slowly and safely and steadily towards an, an end goal. If you give a kid a pancake glove and then you start smoking ground balls at her, no, chances are that no. she's not going to learn very much. So we're not going to want to rolling yeah. it slowly and then rolling it a little bit faster Just and then throwing you know, a one hop to yeah. Them. And, yeah, and slowly but surely building up the speed, building up the intensity. We've talked about common sense does not equal common practice all the time. You know, I've seen coaches coaching very young teams out there just hitting absolute missiles at at these little kids, and you know they're to build they're, confidence, right? And they're, and they're yeah. terrified. Yeah. Like, well, she's going to have to be able to field a hard hit ball in a game. Well, man, tossing a fungo up and hitting it as hard as you can at a twelve year old, chances are that she's not going to see the ball hit that hard at her every time. You know, <laughs> well, she's so, not going to get the easy ones either because she's going to be turning her head. Yeah, so let, yeah. let's build her confidence up a little bit, and then. You know, slowly but surely, we can mix in some of those really challenging balls. If we're doing nothing but smoking it at her all the time. Last couple tough ones, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, when she, when self-defense is her number one priority, soft hands is not going to be something that she's thinking about very often. Right. All right, so that's going to wrap up this week's edition of Coach Prep. As always, check out our sponsors, the Anderson Bad Company and Patreon.com slash Everything Fast Pitch. If you have suggestions, ideas, topics you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at fastpitchprep at gmail.com or everythingfastpitch at gmail.com. Coach Don and I love talking about stuff that you're interested in, so please give us some ideas. And also, that's where you can, if you go to the fastpitchprep.com website, you can order your Square Cuts training discs there. So, Don, anything else for 131? No, looking forward to another good week, Tori. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week.